I, I just want to see what she said because last time she said, oh, it's just TikTok. I told her to check it out. The table was TikTok and I was about to say, I'm too big time for you now. <laughs> <laughs> Like for me, I just do what I feel like in the moment. So like I felt yeah. like going to the gym an hour ago, but I mean, I knew I wouldn't finish up and then get back here on time for the podcast. So I figured I'd have to wait until after. I mean, if, it, if that's ever the, the case, just be like, hey, uh, actually, I'm just going to go to the gym. Like if we don't have a guest, I'm going to go to the gym, but let's go after my gym because usually I'm, I'm at the gym too. Well, no, the, the way I treat it is like the habit is more important. The fact that we do this every, because like it's easy once you start like, oh, we can move this, we can move that. And then it's easy to fall off. And yeah. I don't want that to happen, especially considering I was like three years, give this a th three years and this is my last year. And I want to give it as much seriousness and focus and effort as I can and learning as much as I can while I do it. So I honestly, on my hierarchy of things that are important in terms of things on Thursday night, table moments is it's important to get content there. Yeah. I don't know. I'm uh, going to hit the gym after this, <laughs> which is yeah. crazy, bro. It's crazy. Like I actually changed up the workout since I've been going. Uh, I actually s was able to shorten my gym time and yet I'm still making progress, which is crazy. How? What's the biggest change in your workout? Before I was doing six sets um, for each, each movement of between, I would I would shoot between eight and 12 reps. Um, and then I would do one minute rest between. Yeah. But I saw a TikTok video talking about pushing till failure and yeah. how that's all you really need to do. And so yeah. my volume was probably way too much. Yeah, it's pretty high. Yeah. So instead, I switched it to three sets, eight to 12 reps with one minute rest in between. And then after that third set, I just do crank out as many reps as I can. I didn't drop the weight and just keep going without resting. And so I still yeah. do six sets, but the last three sets are just back to back, no rest in between. And so I saved two minutes of rest time for each movement that I do. So what used to take me about 50, 55 minutes to do, now I do in about 40 minutes. Damn. Yeah, and so like I'll do. I've told you I use the app to track my rest time and everything. Yeah. I do five to six movements, and it's so precise, and I'm so on it. Especially on a day like today, where I feel like if I go to the gym, I'm just gonna be on it. Then I crank it out and I just leave. It's it's it fucking works perfect. I don't know. I, and then my metrics, my numbers keep going up. I'm obviously eating enough protein and stuff, which was always a struggle for me in the past. And yo, the other day I went to the gym and it was crowded. I planned on doing workouts and I go to Planet Fitness for those of you listening. You'd be surprised. Yeah, a lot of it is just mostly machines, but that's all I've been doing basically. I'll use like, like for a back workout, I start with the biggest compound movement I can think of, which is like a wide grip pull down uh, on a machine. And then maybe I'll do like an MTS row or just a row on a machine. And then I'll do like one arm rows on cables. And then maybe I'll do like the reverse delt flies. Then I'll do the biceps isolations. So that's when I'll do like curls or hammer curls. And then maybe one last cable curl thing. And so I start with the back exercises muscles first because those are the big ones because I want to keep my arms fresh for the big movements. And then I do the isolations. So it's a total of six. So I've just been doing machines. 
I go to the gym the other day and it was crowded and all the machines were taken. So I was like, fuck it. Let me just, uh, the only thing that was available was a pull-up bar. So I just started doing white grip pull-ups on that. And I was just fucking cranking them like crazy. I was just like full dead hang. It was easy, bro. Full dead hang, full chin all the way up, wide grip. And I cranked out several of those just like no problem. I was like, holy shit, I'm actually getting stronger from machines. (laughs) Can you do a muscle up? I haven't tried. I don't know. I don't know if I can do a muscle up yet because that's mostly about getting the speed. So you have to like, which I don't know, I might be able to do. Or not, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to risk it. Injury, but yeah, pretty risky. Yeah, but I haven't even Especially thought about it. Risk. Yeah, and so, but it's crazy. Like, you can get strong from machines, and Planet Fitness is great. It's the black card yeah. is worth it. It's absolutely worth it because I literally sometimes, wherever I am, if I always carry my AirPods with me yeah. and my gym bags always in the car with my shorts and my lock in there. So, I'm always ready to go. So whenever I feel like, you know what, I actually could go to the gym right now. I just find the nearest planet finish and I just go and get a workout in. It's crazy. Like I, I've noticed the easiest way to make sure you do something like this is to make it as simple and frictionless as possible. And so that's why yeah. I don't think about bringing a bag. I don't have a shaker bottle. I don't do pre-workout or anything. Literally, like if I'm feeling good and I don't have anything urgent going on, let's go to the gym. Yeah, I mean, you could keep stuff in your car, you know, and then you already have it ready. Just keep it in the bag. That's what I do. I have two sets of bags, right? Mm -hmm. One set for Muay Thai, um, ready to go. And then uh, I I just grab it and run into it and do Mm -hmm. it. And after that, I have another bag. Like when I, right after I go to the gym and then uh, just do my workout for that. Yeah. Yeah, this is all about routine, getting it down and yeah. you know like how you said about keeping the routine with a 9 p.m for the podcast same thing with uh working out and it's crazy like it's just the sticking with the routine even from day to day you're not going to see that much difference week to week you're not going to see difference either even maybe like several weeks apart you're not going to see the difference but over time if you've been tracking which is the why i encourage everybody listening to this track your workouts there are what i use is BroFit on Apple, but you could use a simple workout log. And the cool thing is you understand, you get to see your improvement and you know if you're doing things right or wrong. Are you eating enough food? You'll be able to see. Not not directly see, but indirectly, you'll know there's something that isn't working because if you have the food right, you have the sleep right, you go to and actually put effort. None of this half-assed bullshit. I see this in the gym all the time. Like people are just going through the motions. If you're going through the motions, then you're just wasting your time. Like, save yourself the time. Like, that's the thing. It might not even be for you. Maybe there's another form of exercise that works better. But if you're half-assing it, where you just don't care and you're not feeling the contraction, because that's part of it. You actually have to feel the contraction and be conscious about it. You're building that mind-muscle connection when you do that. And full reps, none of this half-rep shit, unless you're doing it for, like, some specific uh, movement for training or to work some... past some plateau, but actually put effort. And yeah, after the workout, you're going to f- be sweaty. If you're not sweaty at the end of your workout after lifting, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if you're actually putting effort. Are you breathing hard? You know, you'll you'll be able to tell. And plus practice, but you do this yeah. over time and it stacks up. And the crazy thing is like, then months later, you will actually look different and feel different. Now, if it's about losing weight, obviously you got to clean up your diet. So that's the kitchen part. But I mean, I think... 
especially if you're a guy, it's not enough to just lose weight. You have to put on muscle. It's different. Like women can just lose weight, but yeah, and they'll become attractive. But as a dude, if you're just a skinny guy, that's not appealing. So you definitely put on some weight, put on some muscle to fill out the shirts and clothes. But the point I'm making is over time, small consistency is way better than large effort for short periods of time. And so like, I think this is also the approach I take with content, like with the the daily posts I've been doing every day, just post one thing. I try to, that's my target once a day. So that will give me seven. And now like, it's actually starting to pay off. It's actually starting to pay off, which is crazy because I don't know if we'll be able to maintain this below, but this month we've already crossed a thousand listens for this month. Yeah, dude. Fucking crazy. Which I remember how long it took to get the first thousand listens. I think it was like a year. And now can get it in a month. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny. Um I was having a conversation uh when I was doing my job or uh my, my business, right? I was uh picking up a client and uh I, I was talking about our podcast. This is what we do, all that. He's like, Really? Can, can I hear it? I'll get send me the link. I wanna listen to it. And uh, like he's a he's a big supporter, so I sent him your TikTok, uh, the podcast, and yeah, he, he's he's listening to him. For real? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, someone. Oh, uh, that's a great way to promote podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he he was curious about it, and and yeah, bro, he he seems like a really cool dude. Actually, maybe we could have him like as a guest. Dude, yeah. If next time you pick him up or if you have his contacts, definitely reach out to him. That'd be dope. <laughs> That's so cool, man. There's some things I didn't expect that would come from from this stuff. Like mm. obviously all the connections we've been able to build, like with Eliza, Jalila, uh, Faith, even just your friends, all the guys, like getting giving them a chance to tell us their story and what they're thinking. And I don't know. It's been it's been pretty interesting and. It's one of the things I did not expect as an outcome of this. Because I remember this originally started as a siblings podcast. And now it's just like yeah. a homies podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie though. You, you, you're probably one of the most persistent, you know what I'm saying? Consistent uh, person, you know, I know, bro. So uh, like it's more props to you. This is, this is all your efforts. You know what I'm saying? I'm just here to support you. You're doing all the work, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you indulging me in this, especially in the beginning. I know how crazy it must have seemed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, yeah, I, I figured, you know, this is something, you know, we could do as a family uh, and, and a way for us to connect, you know, and you, you took it into something bigger. So, um, yeah, that was all you, bro. You had the vision. You feel me? I guess I am a persistent guy, but maybe to a fault, you know, like, I don't know when to let things go. So, yeah. like. I'll just stick with it. I'll just keep going. Look, look, look where it's gone. You feel me? You just gotta be crazy about it. You feel me? Like yeah. you've, you've, you stayed, you stayed true with it. Like you've tried it with, and and your growth on TikTok helped pu- pu- uh, push this podcast even further, bro. So you know what I'm saying? All the editings you do, you know what I'm saying? People want to listen to it consistently because you do such great edits. You feel me? And uh, you keep showing up every week and you're a really great host so you know what i'm saying just keep it up like this yeah. you're doing you're doing things right yeah. you know what i'm saying i feel like you could take this far 
So I, I, I don't think you should stop at three years, bro. You know, like I think you, you just going you've you've already proved that it's it's gonna work. We'll see. We'll see. You got us to a thousand in a month already. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? That says a lot. No, it would be great. I want to get. I don't know what number would be satisfying, but right now my short term is like if I can get ten thousand listens a month, which is I don't even know how the fuck I'm gonna get there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Uh, this is the stop. I'm saying this is you shouldn't ever quit this. I'm saying keep going all the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. cause like you, it with less. It hasn't even been three years yet. It's been two years, and yeah. you got us to a thousand in a month. Um, mm. and your TikTok is blowing up now. You know what I'm saying? Um, you found a way to to make things go. So I say just like keep keep going. And this this actually helps out with your app too, right? Like you get to you see. How, how you can better utilize your app, make improvements on it, what features you want to see that can make it even more easier uh, to upload things. So it's not only helping, you know, this 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 podcast is helping your 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 first business, you know, your yeah. your social media platform. Yeah, business. which is I am actually using it for which is cr- yeah. crazy, crazy. That yeah. It's actually worked out this way. There's definitely some improvements I got to make. I have to just balance the time between making more content and working on the software. And lately the last like few months has just been focused on the content. But I'm thinking like to take it to the next level, I think I might have to pitch this to Barstool Sports because they do podcasts. And if this is a crazy idea, but like if I can pitch it to them and be like, hey, we built a following on TikTok. We have, we're consistent as hell. We have 112 episodes this week. We have a thousand listens per month. Like, and if I can show that we could do this at least somewhat consistently over the next few months, then there is like this seed potential to be something big. And then if they can give us the same deal as like they've given to other podcasts where it comes with the salary, even like equipment and the partnership and mostly the distribution part. So actually letting people know this podcast exists, which is the hardest part. That's why I do the TikToks. Not because I actually enjoy making, I do enjoy the making the content now because I get to interact with people, but it, the hard part is letting people know that you got something awesome. It doesn't matter how cool or amazing your shit is. People got to know. I think, I think what you should do now, like, um, I've been watching your videos, right? Like one thing that can, uh, you could do is at the end of the video, just be like, Hey, if you want to, if you want to, uh, hear more topics like this, go listen to our podcast. It's uh, on the link yeah. below, you know. Yeah. Uh, like, like keep making shoutouts at every at the end of every video. You know. The funny thing is, the funny thing is, yeah, I I know I should be doing that, and I've avoided doing that for a lot while, just so I could build the following because I don't want to be because here's the thing with these metrics. For those of you listening who are into content creation or you want to get into TikTok, here's how it works. If your video gets ab- above 25% retention by the end of the video, meaning when at least a quarter of the people who watch your video watch it all the way to the end, then your video has a good chance, really, really good chance of going viral. That's the pattern I've noticed, okay? Now, the problem is when you add a tag at the end of your video, especially if it's a little too long, it's like a few seconds, and people automatically, especially TikTok viewers, you're probably on it too the same way where if you know the video's already ended and there's no additional information, you swipe up and go to the next video. That kills your retention. That kills your retention. So if there is a call to action, which is what you're referring to, 
then it has to either be embedded somewhere in the middle, or uh-huh. if it's going to be in the end, it has to be very fast, or or maybe it just has to be some text. I don't know. I haven't quite figured out exactly. I was gonna say, yeah, use text if that's the case. You know, just yeah. like uh, put it on the bottom, be like, say, table mode podcast uh, link in bio or something like that. You know? Yeah. It has to be something. Yeah, something. But you have to be careful. So here's what I've actually been doing. Another hack. Free game for you guys. Uh, if you want to get big on TikTok and you've been, one, get the volume. So start putting out content and put out content a lot. Because you're going to need that volume to do the next step, which is look at the analytics. And then if you look at the analytics, you, it'll actually show you where people drop off below 25% at the end of your video. And then it'll show you, like one of these videos I originally posted maybe two, three months ago, it originally got 1,700 views. So 1,700 views. It's like, okay, decent number, especially considering I was just starting. I look at the analytics, I saw a drop off. It was a 33 second video that saw a drop off, a drop below 25% after 25 seconds. I watched the video again and realized I, I added some extra stuff at the end, like an extra additional point that wasn't necessary for the whole video. So what I did, I took that same video, chopped off the end to make it 25 seconds. So it remained above 25% watch time by the end of the video and then reposted it. And then guess how it performed? Ah. Guess. Originally it was 1700. You're talking about views, right? So yeah, I say uh, 20,000 views. 260,000. Damn. I know, dude. It's, It's small little changes. Small uh, little changes, huge difference. Data makes a difference, you know? This is the content I've been posting on the TEF account. I, I have the socials for TEF on Instagram. It's TEF.tech on Instagram and TikTok. And I share all this information. I want people to, like, I'm going through this. Why go through the pain the same way I did? So I'm, I'm, giving, I'm spitting free game here. <laughs> like, and it's, it's pretty cool that I'm actually learning things. And I did it. And you might think it's like, okay, maybe that's a one-off. Did it again for another video. Same thing. Dude, it's like I'm going to be printing views at this point. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Hey, it's crazy. Uh, you got, you got, you're just as big as uh, Sophia now. No, she's still bigger. She has like 56,000. Yeah, but you got more likes though. You got way more likes. Way more. That's the worrying thing about it. It's just like, no, no. Actually, maybe that's a good thing. That, that, no, that's a good, that's great ass thing, bro. It just shows way more people love your shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, you're producing shit. It's just that, yeah, maybe you need, I don't know. Uh, keep keep doing what you're doing. I think you're doing just fine. Like, you're already hitting, what, what are you at? 30,000? 30,000 followers? Uh, 33,000. Damn, already? I thought I was 28. 28, yeah, like no, dude, it's been growing about a thousand a day at this point. I don't know if I'll maintain it, but that's my goal. You know, you know, it's, you know, it's crazy. Oh. Um, uh, like a lot of these TikTokers don't have like things to to make something of TikTok. You know what I'm saying? They they'll have like they'll have their millions of followers, but they can't produce money from it. Or mm. produce some sort of project from it, you know. But you have two things for it: the podcast and your app. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's crazy. Um, also, what did Afra say about your 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 video or your following? I don't think I told her. Oh, why not? So I don't care. Like, <laughs> I don't care. 
I, I just want to see what she said because last time she said, oh, it's just TikTok. You know what I'm saying? When you told her. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I told her to um, check it out. I told her to check it. She was like, you should check your personal Instagram. Um, she made some stupid reel about, hey, I'm an engineer too because she like made some woodworking or whatever. And then I was like, you should check out the table when was TikTok. And I was about to say, I'm too big time for you now. <laughs> <laughs> That was funny, bro. <laughs> yeah. Dude. No, but here's the thing. This is nice, but it's like, if I can translate it into podcast listeners, great. If not, then whatever. It's just learning experience for the social media software. But I think the next step right now, I really, really, I've been craving this so hard lately. I want to get into YouTube videos, man. I really do. It's a harder game for sure. I want to sure. see you do YouTube videos. It's bro. a harder game. It's a harder game. Like, like you're going to do like vlogs? Uh, Maybe. Uh. I've been just uploading random videos that are produced, but like I think it needs to be more structured. Or are you gonna do like uh, Abba and preach? Nah, I don't like reactions. I don't. It's it, to me, it's lazy. Reactions are lazy. Yeah, but 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 they, they get the views. I know, but it's not. Look, all right. Look, what I know, you I know, I know, I know, I know. But I was giving commentary. No, no, I just, I, I just, I took like ten. Eight seconds of that, and then the rest of the minute was just me speaking. Abbott and Preach, it's like mostly whatever they're watching, which is crazy. That's why I think they're not even, honestly, I don't respect them because they just basically take other people's content and then just like crack a few jokes here or there. It's like whatever. It's weak sauce, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. It's mostly not their content. So it's like cheating yourself in the gym, is what I would say. Like if you do the half reps, if you just show up and you're just walking the treadmill, when you hit the machines, it's you do it low weight. You're just there for the vanity so you could take the selfies in the mirror. That's what it feels like to do that kind of content that Abba and Preach do. It's like, yeah, you'll get the metrics. You'll monetize real quick. But you haven't learned how to make original content that's really good. And so that stunts your growth. And I don't want to ever be in that position. To And plus, it doesn't stimulate my brain either. To, to do because I know I, I could bro like all the the conversations we've had here we could easily pull, pull up videos and st say some funny things about some video somewhere crack jokes all the time come on that's easy shit yeah. it's like we could do better I think I think we could do better and by doing better we'll be miles above where they are right now so I think that's they're stuck they're stuck sort of like you know fresh and fit they they do reactions but mostly it's mostly commentary and they obviously bring in the girls the girls are also a cheat code too because you know you put a video a girl in your video it's gonna do well like <laughs> like that's a that's a real that's a easy cheat code for content which is also why i like we haven't included any women in any of the videos on tiktok because because yeah. that's also a cheat code it's like i actually posted this on the tef account um, where I'm saying like, girls, you have an advantage here just because you can, your face acts like a hook. It's also makes for a really good thumbnail because guys want to click on it. And so you'll get clicks and you'll get views just because there's a girl in there. But the problem is you never get good at making content by yourself as a guy if you th start throwing girls in your video. Because yeah. we, we, only, we only live up to what's expected of us. And so if you start using girls in your videos, you start getting clout, you get attention, but you never learned how to speak off the top of your head or come up with the original That's ideas. That's a good point. Yeah. Like, cause I've been really seeing like these content creators, they, they be bringing women on like every, every single uh, video. And it's like, 
they they produce like they they be saying ass shit like they don't have shit to say, bro. It's just be you know what I'm saying. It's 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 pathetic. I'm like, the, why the fuck do y'all even like you know what I'm saying? How y'all make it? Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's lazy. And so yeah, they'll get the clout, they'll get the views, they'll get the attention, they'll even monetize right away. But they've never learned how to make content on their own. There is a ceiling for that. And to me, I'm always thinking. I'm thinking way way long term. And so to me, it's like, yeah, I could do that and get pretty big in a year. Instead, what if I actually learned this game and learned how to tell a story and learn how to edit videos and learn how to make a compelling YouTube video with a thumbnail that you want to click on? That's interesting topics that aren't current events. So again, purposely, we don't talk about current events. So this thing can last. So people can click a video and they can watch it a year from now five years from now, 10 years from now, and it'll still be relevant instead of these other people who just pull up news articles and they can only talk about that for that, that week. You know, it's also lazy. So there's all these paths available and I see them. I can take them and I'm choosing not to and I'm going the ones where people don't go because the opportunity and the growth is there. It's there. And so that's, that's, that's why, like, I know, I know I can blow up faster right now but i'm choosing not to so i can learn and so that then it can sustain and become its own thing something uniquely different from everything else which is why i've been trying to stay away from like totally relationship topics because that's an easy one i don't do current events obviously obviously unless it's a stitch or something or even with this podcast we don't talk about current events here we don't talk about the news we don't do that every other podcast does that because they're fucking lazy like we can have an open and unstructured conversation and with the editing make it easy and interesting to listen to not a lot of people can do that but we can and so that sets us apart oh, man it's been a journey uh but i know it's just beginning but i'm thinking like if i can pitch this to barstool that story like and plus it's a black podcast which i don't like saying that because i don't see it as a black podcast but the way i see it, it is so it is yeah so we can bring some color to barstool and then it'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. They don't have diversity. <laughs> yeah, they don't have diversity. They do not. They talk about sports. We don't. But Barstool, I think, is general enough and a little risque enough to fit this Table Moments brand of anything and everything, but no politics, you know? Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, if I can tweet or DM the CEO of Barstool and just show our metrics and show the potential of this, and maybe bring some diversity to a bar stool if they care about that. And then if they can give us a contract, then I could use the money from that to actually take this to the next level. Cause I have, cause we always come up with cool ideas on this podcast, man. We always do. And I think it'd be cool to make happen. Like, I don't know, there's a few things we've talked about. Dude, it, I could see this being a show, not just like a podcast where we talk about things, but actually like, hey, some friends get together and we explore crazy ideas like i think i talked about this on the podcast where i was like instead of a pickpocket a put pocket the game is to put money into people's pockets and then we would hire a professional thief to teach us how to how to pickpocket but to do the opposite and that would be a hilarious thing to watch and then we would go to like uh, austin the streets of austin and try to do it <laughs> or at least i would try to do it uh, I don't know how comfortable you are in front of camera, but I've I've done this enough that like I'm so comfortable in front of camera now. Mm -hmm. like, so or like the Holy Grail of Come, 401 Bay, like oh, dude, man. <laughs> there's so many ideas. It's just like, yo, we went to 
a hundred OnlyFans models and try to pitch them on investment vehicles. <laughs> that'd be that'd be hilarious. But yeah. I don't know. Also, I've realized about myself, like, once I start figuring something out, I get bored of it. <laughs> so maybe that's why I'm just like, three years, three years. I'm this is why I like the commitment. And maybe this is a lesson to anyone listening. Like, just making a commitment removes the excuse, any excuse that you have. Like, when I started this, November 2020, I'm going to stick with this. Three years, no matter what. Like, those days, and in those three years, in the two years so far that have passed, I've missed four weeks of not publishing. And I'm kind of disappointed in myself for that. But like the fact that this has actually grown, it's, I did not imagine. And that's the thing, you, the, the fact that I made a commitment means that I got to do it every week. So if I'm going to do it every week, I might as well just put a little bit of effort. I'm not going to say I knew how to do all this shit at the beginning. I didn't. But just put a little effort every week. You just get better and better and better. And you make small and small improvements. And it's crazy, like a 1% improvement every week. If you do the math, it's a crazy outcome so yeah just make a commitment and then see what it what it turns into especially when you take a path that's untraveled that at least the people around you haven't taken before just know there are no footsteps there is no foot trail you're literally the person paving the trail because you're the one deciding to do something and go in a different direction and so yeah you're gonna have to go through tall grass yeah you're gonna have to cut some some tall plants to get out of your way so you can keep moving yeah you might have to make a detour every now and then because there's a boulder in your way that's just the process learn to like it and enjoy the view while you go through while you take that trip so that's hopefully this this episode could be a little bit inspirational <laughs> yeah. it's been interesting yeah uh it's all about staying consistent bro yeah all about staying consistent like uh i i looked at i looked at the way like for my business for example um we we got shit contracts right and i'm just like damn i'm just like sad that day i'm like i did the calculation the math you know doesn't look too good you know um mm -hmm. and i'm just like fuck like we, we, this is probably not gonna work out you know long term but then uh me me and omar were just like uh, let's just stick it out let's just keep doing this until you know we remove our debt you know and as more time as we as we get going like we started finding opportunities, bro. We started uh, taking, you know, these shitty trips and actually getting uh, away from the broker and going directly to the to the uh, insurance company, the workman's comp. And uh, we talked to them directly, and they're they're interested in us. They want to do deals with us, and so now we're getting like a great ass, like uh, instead of. The broker's getting the, the like, 50% of it. We're getting the full rates. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And that's because we're doing great service with these uh, people, and they want uh, us all the time. And the only way that can happen is for them to get on, you know, let them let them kind of recruit us onto their team, you know, and uh, help us build our brand. So mm -hmm. it's been crazy, bro. Um, it's just... You just you, you can find more opportunities within shitty things, you know. And uh, yeah, I didn't realize that until now. Yeah, it's just being very friendly, easy to talk to. Um, I realize a lot of people in San Antonio they don't know how to have a good conversation. They they're just always so angry too, and they're just providing a service. Uh, so they don't have patience, like no patience, and like 
every every client I talk to, they tell me like you're the you're probably the best driver I've ever had. What um, for real? Yeah, that that's how bad it is, bro. Damn. Um, and even Omar was getting the exact same response. And mm. I'm just like, damn, bro. So honestly, we can make it out here. We we can actually do way better business than everybody around us. You know, that's so, crazy, dude. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. For the listeners, Bilal's referring to non-medical or non-emergency medical transport. You know, it's crazy. Like just putting a l- more effort, not even because being nice is good for you too, right? Like yeah. being a miserable person and then spreading that misery is, I don't know. Maybe because you guys are well, here. Here's what I think it is because you guys are owners, right? So the, the uh-huh. your competition right now are just hired drivers. Yeah. So that might be it. That might be it, at least for now. So it's like the employees you hire have to be, have the same type of energy that you and Omar have. 100%. Yeah. They just have to be, be you know, uh, want to talk to people and, you know, be patient. If they can do that, then we're, and they can drive safely, we're hiring them on the spot, bro. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, bro, it's like simplest thing, opening the door for them, helping them get their walker, adjusting do their that? temperature. No, no, they don't. They literally, they literally just stop the car in front of them and they expect them to get in the car and, and, put their walker in the in the trunk for them or some shit like that. I don't know. It's shitty service out here in San Antonio, bro. Whoa. Yeah, bro. It's crazy, bro. In Texas in general, bro. In Texas in general, shitty, bro. Omar is such a friendly person. They always love Omar, bro. And then with <laughs> me, like, I'm just kind, you know what I'm saying? Like, Omar cracks jokes with them and all that, laughs with them. So they always love him. Me, they, 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 they just love that, you know, I'm trying to help them as much as possible so um you know what i'm saying it's crazy yeah. bro simple shit bro it's, it's a little thing little things man it's wild man it's, that's crazy to me man and keeping your car clean you know putting some fresh scent i i, I changed like a tree i have a little tree scent i change mm-hmm. that and then i'll i have a uh we pay 20 dollars a month for a car wash so we could get unlimited car wash mm-hmm. um and yeah we just try to get that clean every uh every time it gets dirty and then you know um they feel comfortable in the car they feel they feel safe too we drive really slow or far away from uh if cars are in front of us we don't want to have any uh interaction right so they feel safe you know see all it takes is just giving a shit that's it yeah that's it that's it just giving a shit bro like within any business bro you know what i'm saying like there are there will be challenges but uh, it's all about patience in the business, bro. Being patient, giving good care, you know, and and uh, yeah, you you'll do just fine. Dude, that's wild, man. Yeah. That's wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. You know, it sounds like in reference to our episode one eleven, where we're talking about hacker, hipster, hustler. Definitely, Omar is the hipster for sure. If he's that good mm-hmm. with people, for sure. He's so good with people, bro. It's crazy yeah it's like yeah, we all have like, special talents i think yeah and it's just about finding that place where you can exploit it and maximize its deployment and i think yeah, yeah omar's is people i think yours is money and hustle and then mm-hmm. i think mine is it might be the persistence but i don't know that's also like a double-edged sword because again like sometimes you should give up on things which Eliza mentioned on the last podcast. So I'm still trying to figure those things out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think there is like opportunities and everything. 
it's just not as much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like I often like some of the things I failed at was like Amazon FBA, drop shipping. You know what I'm saying? Um, like those, yes, there's, but the the like you could you could you could definitely make money, but it's just that opportunities are so so thin because everybody's in it. Literally mm-hmm. everyone and their moms is in it, bro. So like you have to find the best product and it's going to take a lot of time and you have to put in a lot amount of ads to AdSense, you know? Um, you know what I'm saying? I feel like there's, there's ways to make things happen, but, uh, yeah, sometimes, yeah, you might ha- just have to cut your last, but, uh, it just kind of depends on your situation, how you're doing in life. Like if you don't got the money, if you don't got the, the, uh, the time, you know what I'm saying? That, that makes a difference. Yeah. And then also, I think the harder the thing is, the less people are going to be in it. So like with FBA, yeah, drop shipping, people are like, oh, you just find a product and you, if it's that easy, yeah. it's yeah. margins are going to be so small and you're going to have some exactly. way more competition. And so you're going to, you're set up for lose. Literally yeah. everybody's in it, bro. It's ridiculous. Like, and, and I feel like I read a tweet earlier this morning saying like, uh, I started off with drop shipping before I got into my actual business. Uh, who did the same and i'll see in the comments a lot of people you know replied oh yeah i did the same i did the same and i was like bro i did the same too you know um yeah and 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 it's a it's a good way to start just to learn how to start something you know um and 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 make something work learning what ads are um what is seo you know what i'm saying marketing all that you know um and what are good items you feel me so like you learn you you learn from your failures and 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 from all the things that you do good and you know more than your in your failures you know so so yeah honestly yeah bro it's uh it's been a, a huge learning learning experience yeah i don't know there's this naval quote naval ravikant he's like this vc guy uh venture capitalist guy in silicon valley who, who turned basically he reshaped himself into a philosopher and one of his takes is escape competition through authenticity. So competition is, especially when it's something easy or at least simple that other people can do. Competition is going to be fierce and finding an advantage is going to be hard, especially if you're not a first mover or early to it, it's even harder. Yeah. So often you can find the places where you can succeed are either are usually places that aren't well-defined that are difficult and hopefully unique to you because then no one else can replicate it which is why i mean like like with your business it's a whole owner's process to actually go through the approval process to get become this and so that's why it's like there aren't a lot of operators yeah yeah and so because of the barriers it's harder to do so anyone who can stick with it like you guys have is and you can make it out on the other years bro yeah two years to get into it yeah and so the difficulty is what makes the success at the tail end um, a reality. Now, another thing could be like media. So like with the table moments, no one else can do table moments. It's us, you know? And so like building the audience from the ground up, from scratch, not relying on reaction videos and other people's content, but really just our personalities and the content that we've been putting out. No one can do us better than us. 
Again, it's hard. It's very hard, especially in the beginning. But once you get through to the other side, things start going easier once you start figuring out your groove. And so lesson to the listener, like, yeah, the hard, part, the hard path looks difficult and scary, but that's where, but on the other side is success. And it's just a matter of perseverance and sticking with it, not quitting, basically. If you believe in the thing and what you're doing and it's true to your skill set and what you want to do and your purpose, because, you know, there have been dark nights of editing podcasts. It can be even today was a fucking grind. But, you know, just you make that commitment and you stick with it and you see a bigger, grander vision for it and you can make it and stick with Mm. it long enough. It pays off. It pays off. And that's the thing. You have to have faith to know that if you stick with this, that it's going to work out despite not having ev- any evidence that shows that that's true. You know, mm-hmm. there's a bit of spirituality involved in all of this because <laughs> you just have yeah. to believe it's possible even when you're dealing with bullshit along the way mm-hmm. and setbacks, which you've had to deal with a lot in this business, too. Mm-hmm. It's just the nature of the game. And then once you've yeah. done it once then it's like any other opportunity in the future is just going to be like, oh, I know the process. It's just going to be painful. And that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? You get to grow as a person. You end up learning so many different skills while you do it that even if it doesn't work out, you will have become a person with so many marketable skills that whatever you work on next will has a way better chance of working. It all Mm. it all feeds back into each other. It's weird. The power law of life is what I've been calling it where it's not it's not added it's not like elements of your life that are adding together they're being multiplied they're like being like squared or cubed or you know that mathematical idea of like like compounding yeah compounding it's just like you see this stuff everywhere once you've seen it once yeah yeah even the example i gave with the tiktok video just cutting shortening my video from 33 seconds to 25 seconds now it went from 1,700 views to over 250,000. The distribution is crazy. Small changes, big results. It's insane. People do not understand. It's like you see this enough and you're just like, whoa. I look at the graph for the metrics of the podcast. It's like literally flat line and then mm-hmm. peak. That's how it goes. <laughs> like That's how it is. A lot of yeah. nothing and then all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Like it'll be cool to see like five years from now. Like, uh, me and Omar become the master of this uh, of this type of business, mm-hmm. medical transportation, and you become the master of social media. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, and building new tools. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It will it, be cool to see all of that. You know, and and you you could be the plug that can help promote our business and help other people in our community help their business. And, and anybody that joins are like as a guest. You know, you can promote their business um, even more, right? So that's exactly the purpose. That's exactly yeah. the purpose behind this. That's the way I see it. That's the way I see it. I'm just like I'm putting all this work in so that people after yeah. me don't have to struggle and they can get put on with just coming on the podcast. Like, look what you're doing with Breezo. So is he is he working on it? By the way, I've been busy this week, so I haven't been checking in with him. So for the listeners, <laughs> my, I had a video. It went viral on TikTok about how Andrew Tate is just like a rapper. You know, he says the same things. He has the girls. He has the cars. Just like a rapper. And except he doesn't have the violence part. But basically, same things. And so I was like, at the end of the video, I was like, you know what? You guys should. All we need to do is find a fat beat and some dope lines and put it on some music. 
all of Tate's best lines and then release it and then see how if we can blow it up and then people will be dancing to the same words that Andrew Tate's been saying. And it's sort of like a social experiment and kind of a troll operation to to make a, a song. <laughs> and so I had a beat producer reach out. He was like, yo, I got beats. I just need a rapper. I was like, oh, fucking perfect. I, I got a rapper. And so I reached out to Brizo and he's like, yo, that's fucking perfect. Send me the beats. So I sent him the beats. And so the idea is like, we can actually make the song. Here's the problem though. Andrew Tate has given TikTok PTSD because they literally ban any mention of the dude. Doesn't even matter the context. I even had a video where I stitched. One guy was talking about, have you noticed? And he put a picture of Andrew Tate on there. Have you noticed any points to the picture? This guy hasn't been anywhere on your timeline or feed. It's crazy, right? Is anyone else noticing this? And then I make a stitch of that video and saying, yeah, bro, it's crazy. It's like they're literally trying to eliminate the dude off their platform because of, you know, how he basically took over the platform a few weeks ago. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And so now TikTok literally like they're on edge. I feel like they're like an abuse victim and they're just triggered by any mention of him. It doesn't even matter if it's positive or negative. I'm wondering even I'm even scared to mention anything about tater tots because they'll catch Tate in that word, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. And so yeah. I made a stitch of that guy's video and that video got banned too. And so I was just like, you cannot mention the guy at all. He is Voldemort, man. He who cannot be named, I swear to God. So I was like, okay, how do I promote this thing if we get the song? And so I haven't figured that part out yet, which it would be hilarious if it, cause I really want to do this, oh man. I really want to do this. Well, that shit could blow up too. It would be dope to put the producer on. It'd be dope to put Brizo on. And as a consequence, we could also uh, promote the podcast. And then if it blows up real big, maybe we'll get an invitation to Romania. <laughs> <laughs> bro, yeah, that'd go crazy. Dude. But we I'll don't just... want to go. Let's go to Dubai, bro. Let's meet. Uh, yeah, Dubai. Dubai's better. <laughs> I'm sure he wants to leave Romania after this, bro. Yeah. All right, we'll yeah. meet up in uh, Dubai with, or Abu Dhabi. No, I mean, we have the plan of being there this November, so. Yeah, we can make it happen. Yeah, and just like, <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious, bro. I really want to do this. Oh, my God. And then God. he gets us in his videos. And we, we shout out the podcast. <laughs> or no, because we have the song, we need a music video. And so we fly out yeah. and make a music video with him. Get the yeah. producer on, get Brizo on, on, bro. That shit would fucking... Put it on Twitter, YouTube, everywhere, bro. Dude, that Rumble. shit would be hilarious. Put on everything, bro. That, I really want to do that. That would be so funny. People have been getting friendly with me because of these videos I've been posting. Really? Uh, <laughs> it's an interesting one. One guy... <laughs> I'll save it for next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanna hear this shit. Yeah. It's like a little extra, but I'm like I'm flattered. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> I know dude, I know. Yo, pause. <laughs> Hella pause, but that's crazy. <laughs> <Nigga>, what? <laughs> you know, I low-key think some of the reason why I'm able to get some of the live followers the people who join my live to join it's because of my face it was basically a bunch of women especially black women i think the glasses with the beard i don't know i think it does it for them but somehow i got into relationships and my exes 
and they're like oh so your exes were white huh i was just like what? <laughs> <laughs> i was like what do i look like a guy who, who has uh, who only dates white girls i could see that i could see that <laughs> ow you know just i don't know you just yeah, I could definitely see that. You don't seem like a, a type to like black women, but you, you really do like black women, and that's usually who you date. Would you ever date a fan? I have a rule. I have a rule. I don't fuck fans. Not even date? If it's like a platonic date, I'll consider it. You're in easy. But this goes back to the earlier statement about taking the easy path, not taking the easy path. That's the thing. Like a lot of guys, they get famous and then they have no game. And then years later, their text messages come out. And you're like, what the fuck? You can't, you don't know how to talk to a girl. They be slow, huh? Yeah, they, because they've had it thrown at them. Yeah. For so long, they forget. And so I don't want to be in a point. Plus, yeah, it's just too lazy for me.